The Free Vision app is where you'll find a growing range of on-demand audio and video to help you look to God daily. Search Vision Christian Media in your app store. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. Sometimes religion can make us feel a bit like lepers, outcasts, unworthy, valueless. Back in Jesus' day, there were lots of lepers, outcasts. But how did he treat them? Hi, I'm Bernie Diamond, and welcome again to A Different Perspective as we chat about the people whom Jesus chose to hang out with. And please do stick with me, because at the end of today's message, I'll be telling you about our latest life application booklet called Who is Jesus? Hey, I'd love to send you a free copy to help you get to know him better and to draw ever closer to your Lord and Saviour. I remember when I was growing up, kind of looking at the whole church religion thing, and it seemed so weird to me. Men in funny gowns, bishops with funny hats, incense every now and then, songs that didn't make sense, sermons that bored me, people in pews who didn't seem to be enjoying the experience or or their own lives for that matter. Does that sound vaguely familiar? And I remember thinking, if I ever sign up to something like that, it has to be real. It has to make my heart sing. It has to rock me to the core. It has to be real. I'm a baby boomer. We don't much like authority and institutions and stained glass windows and rituals and shams. We want to experience reality. Now, so many in my generation are still putting on their Levi's jeans and hoping, hoping to find that reality. But you know what I mean. Don't give me some kind of trite ritualistic religiosity that doesn't make a difference. I was talking to a man recently in his 40s. Now, this man married young. He divorced. He remarried. His second wife fell pregnant, that was wonderful, but sadly, they lost the baby. Sadly, the baby was stillborn. I've never had that experience, but I can imagine what a tragic experience it must be to conceive and to carry this child and and to look forward to the excitement of this new life in the family, and all of a sudden, the baby is, is stillborn. Now, he'd been going to church on and off. It was a hangover from his upbringing. It didn't really work for them, but, you know, they just went. Who knows why people do things, he said, but we just used to go now and then, even though it really didn't mean much to us. So when the baby was still born and they were going and coping with this tragedy, they went to see the minister because they were gutted. They needed some encouragement and some care. This is the response that the minister gave them, that what had happened to them was God's punishment because they were divorced and remarried. He said, you and your wife now need to live together as brother and sister. Now, I don't know about you, but that just doesn't work for me. I find that really scary. There seem to be one of three options here. The first is that's what Jesus would have said. And if that's what Jesus would have said, well, you can lump it or leave it. And sure, Jesus said some hard things that we don't always like, and yeah, maybe that's what he would say. The second is that this particular church, and I won't name the denomination or anything like that, this church doesn't much care about Jesus. It's more about religion and rules than it is about Jesus. There are some of those out there as well. The third option is that Jesus Jesus may have given them a different angle, a different answer. These people were treated like lepers as they were struggling through one of the most difficult situations of their lives. It's a tragedy. There were plenty of lepers in first century Palestine, plenty of them. Leprosy at that stage had no cure. 
In fact, it didn't have a cure until about 1960. So they were ostracised because it was thought to be highly infectious. So to be a leper was to be a social and religious outcast. They lived generally in shanty towns, often outside the city walls. In those days, cities had walls for protection because armies came and attacked cities. So lepers often lived outside the protection of the city wall. They were non-people. They were infectious, they were incurable, they were, in a religious sense, unclean, and that's, that's a big deal for them. So when they came into the city, they had to keep a distance of so many paces from all the other people. And if anyone who didn't have leprosy came close to them, they would have to yell out, unclean, unclean, to warn the other person not to come any closer to them. On Saturdays, when they went to the synagogue, they had to get there an hour early, and there was a room at the back segregated away for them, if there was a room at all. Right? They were segregated away. They got there much earlier than everyone else. They had to leave much later than everyone else so that the people who didn't have leprosy wouldn't catch this stuff from them. So these people couldn't participate in society. It's a sad situation. A leper comes up to Jesus, desperate, desperate, and says, Lord, if you are willing, make me clean. Isn't that an interesting way of putting it? He didn't say, Lord, if you are willing, heal me. He said, Lord, if you are willing, make me clean. He used the religious term. So the religious and the social implications were much more important for this guy than just the physical healing. It wasn't the physical thing that was really driving him. He just wanted to be part of society again. He wanted to be able to live in the city and go to the synagogue and do all the things that you and I do. The Old Testament law mandated segregation. The Old Testament law said this leper is unclean. He cannot come into the house of God with everyone else. So what does Jesus do? What is Jesus going to do here? The Old Testament law says this person is a leper. He's a leper to the religious institution, a bit like my friend who'd been through divorce and then married and lost a baby, was a leper to the particular religious institution that he went to. What is Jesus going to do? The Bible says, moved with compassion, Jesus stretched out his hand and touched the leper and said, I am willing, be made clean. And the leper was healed. Because of his circumstances, religious law made him an outcast. Jesus comes along against the law and touches him. Jesus was moved with compassion for this man. He stretched out his hand and touched him and said, I am willing, be made clean. What an awesome thing. And then Jesus says, look, don't tell anyone. Yeah, right. This leper went out and told the world. This leper was over the moon. And so the crowds flocked to see Jesus, this man who had healed the leper, this man who preached with authority. So much so, he couldn't even enter the towns and cities anymore. He had to teach out on hilltops and in fields because there were no spaces in the towns and cities big enough to take the crowds. Well, that's a surprise, isn't it? The religious law says, this guy's an outcast. Jesus, the son of God, comes and says he may be, but I am willing. I will touch him. I will heal him. I will bring him back into God's family. I will bring him back into society. What a surprise. A Jesus like that, and the walls couldn't contain the people that wanted to see him. This is called grace. It's something that, by and large, you do not find in a religion when religion is about rules. But then Jesus wasn't a religion. Jesus still isn't a religion. My hunch 
is religion is something that people invented. I heard someone say recently that religion is a picture of God painted by the devil. What a really good description. So many people think of Christianity as a religion when the word religion equals rules, ritual, things that you have to do. And the word religion, the definition that they carry around in their heads and their hearts, doesn't include joy, just doesn't include peace, doesn't include an abundant life, doesn't include fun, doesn't include all the good things that God's put on this earth. That's what people think that religion is. And Jesus comes along and he blows all the religious rules out of the water and says, I'm willing, I'll touch the leper. I'll heal him, I'll bring him back, I'll love him, I'll show people what God is really, really like. Does it blow your mind away? Blows me apart. That's this Jesus. That's what he's like. Over these next few weeks, we're going to take every day on a different perspective. Just another picture, another look, another story of the historical account of the life of Jesus. And my prayer is that it'll blow your socks off the way it blows my socks off. To celebrate Easter this year, I've written a new life application booklet called Who is Jesus? to help you draw ever closer to your Lord and Saviour. You see, my passion is seeing you live in a rich, powerful, dynamic relationship with Him. That's why I'd love to send you your very own free copy of this latest booklet. It's full of life-changing practical Bible teaching to help you draw ever closer to the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. You can request your free copy right now Either stop by at ChristianityWorks.com or give us a call toll-free on 1-300-722-415 and we'll send your booklet straight out to you in the post. Again, that's ChristianityWorks.com or 1-300-722-415. Hey, thanks so much for joining me. I'm Bernie Diamond. I'll catch you again same time tomorrow with a different perspective. for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.